Coaching Group, making a difference one story at a time. We'll be shining the light on successful founders, entrepreneurs, business owners, and leaders that are getting results and making a difference. We'll talk about how they built their businesses, are creating movements, and leveraging the power of authority in their own lives. Be sure to stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest. Let's get started. This is Michelle Prince with the Power of Authority Spotlight, where we shine the light on incredible business owners, founders, leaders, people that are making an incredible difference in this world, and they're shining their lights. And I'm excited. I cannot wait for you to meet my guests today. Uh, But before that, let me just do a quick message. This episode is brought to you by Performance Publishing Group. Performance Publishing Group provides done-for-you publishing services And if you've ever thought about writing a book, it is one of the greatest business cards you'll ever have. And here at the show at the Power of Authority Spotlight, we do believe that you can't spell authority without author. So check them out, performancepublishinggroup.com. All right, let me introduce you to my friend, Leslie Vickery. She is a marketing expert, business advisor, and investor who began her career with McDonald's Corporation and found a niche in technology and talent as the head of marketing for Therion's Technology Division. Division. Easy, easy for me to say. Hold on. It was a bit of a tongue twister. Therion's <laughs> Technology Division. She founded Clear Edge in 2006, which has evolved from a startup focused on outsourced marketing services for the staffing industry into a multidimensional company dedicated to transforming the business of talent. Passionate about the importance of diversity, Leslie is a frequent speaker on the topic and even co-founded ARA, an organization that seeks to attract, retain, and advance women in technology, 6,000 people strong. Most importantly, or most recently, Leslie published a book called Together We Rise with 14 other female executives. She's a contributor to industry publications, such as Recruiting Daily and Entrepreneur, a frequent industry speaker, and host of the Executive Women in Recruitment podcast, The Edge. And I could go on and on because that is just doesn't even touch the surface, but Leslie, welcome to the show. My gosh, Michelle, thank you so much for having me. It is fun to be here with you today. I know. I'm so excited. I mean, this is kind of a combination of author spotlight. Yes, we've worked together on a book, but you have so much information and expertise in marketing. And the people that listen to this show, they're all just like us. They're business owners and leaders, and they're looking for ways to evolve and grow. And so I dual purpose, and I'm super excited that you're here. Excellent. Thank you. So let's talk about, before we dive into your book and all of that, I want to know more of the backstory because you're, you're, you're obviously you started your career with McDonald's. Marketing is definitely your niche, but how did you get there? Like, how did you end up getting into marketing? You know, Michelle, it's a, a good question. And actually writing the book and working with you really kind of forced me to take a look back at my career and what I was most passionate about. And I knew early on, I would say it was probably 10th grade. I was in an English class and I don't worry, I won't take you all the way from 10th grade to today, but (laughs) I realized pretty quickly that my passion was actually writing and I really loved to write. And at the time it was to tell other people's stories. So I had this English assignment where I was to write about a student in our class and it was someone I didn't know very well. And, you know, sadly he was kind of bullied in school and People didn't really understand him. And I had this unique opportunity to tell his story, to get to know him. And I loved his reaction when he saw the final product. 
he started building confidence and then the reaction of other people around him who ended up being able to get to know him in a different light as well really just stuck with me. And out of that, I really wanted to go into journalism and being able to kind of tell other people's stories through the broadcast lens. However, that did not come to fruition. Uh, again, as you know, Michelle, I uh, had an internship in Vail out of college. I studied journalism at Central Michigan University and had all intentions of doing broadcast journalism um, after unfortunate circumstances of a car breaking down, not having enough money, waiting tables, and then finding my way finally uh, to my parents' uh, very happy decision um, at McDonald's Corporation. And that was really where I went from broadcasting and journalism to internal communications, which then grew into really all things marketing and understanding the importance and connection of still storytelling and writing. Uh, but it shifted from broadcast journalism to more internal communications and then brand building and storytelling in that way. Yeah. I mean, you do so much. I love that you shared that story about your class assignment to, to write about that person, because I think that story really wraps you up in a nutshell because you're so inclusive. You, you want people to, to be a part of something, whether it be ARA, whether it be, you know, the, the book project and everything else. But I think that that just speaks volumes to like your passion is to uh, like you said, build people up, but all different kinds of people. And I know diversity is a huge passion of yours. Um, so talk a little bit more about what you've been doing in the, all of those areas, diversity, inclusion, building women up and more. Sure. Well, you mentioned our attract, retain and advance women in technology. It's a company I co-founded with two of my very best friends and Really, that stemmed from us attending events and realizing that we were the only women in the room and really didn't fit in. At the time, this is going back several years ago, uh, you could still smoke cigars in bars and restaurants and so forth in Chicago, where my company was headquartered at the time. And after an event, we went to the bar and we just realized like we're, we don't smoke cigars. We're not having the same conversations. We don't feel like we really fit in. And there's three of us and there's, you know, probably over a hundred uh, men here. And we just decided to come together and say, we, we need to have conversations and create something where we feel really comfortable and like we, we belong. Um, and then again, reflecting on my own career, especially as an entrepreneur, and I share some of these stories in my book, realizing and hosting the podcast that you mentioned, talking to all of these executive women where we'll prep and have these conversations and listen to these stories around things that have happened. I mean, one example, one of my favorite male allies, um, Eric Gregg from Clearly Rated, he, I remember him saying to me, I really didn't realize this was an issue for women until we were at a conference together and I asked him to hold one of my, of my drink while I went to the bathroom. And he was like, well, what do you mean? And I said, well, I'm not taking it to the bathroom. I can't set it at the bar something could happen. I just need you to kind of protect it. And it was as simple as just, hey, watch my drink. But it forced him to slow down and think, what do you mean? And I said, what do you mean? What do you mean? I have to think about who am I going to dinner with? Am I safe? Who am I talking to? Who am I meeting with one-on-one? -on -one? Who wants to meet for drinks? Any conference I go to, which are huge sales events for us, you know, I have to be in protective mode. And that's just based on experiences I have personally been through 
and experiences I hear from my friends as well and other executives. And it's possible you have either experienced and or heard these stories as well. So through the podcast and ARA and different groups, what we realized was there's a lot of uncomfortable work environments and a lot of unfair treatment. And the more we can talk about it, the more women will realize they're not alone and the more our male allies will learn from our stories and realize what they can do to help us and we can help each other. So that was really the genesis of, you know, the change and me really thinking about what I could do to make a difference and just leverage networks and connections to raise as much awareness as possible and to give, um, you know, men and women alike, everyone resources, whether that be through mentoring, through coaching, through events and so forth, whatever format that takes to make sure that they are, you know, taken care of and heard. Yeah. And it's clearly working because you've attracted people that, that, that feel the same way or they want the same things. And one of the things that I have the pleasure of witnessing was the a group of women that you and, and, and many others that are part of this brought together a group called the Lady Leaders. Do you mind talking a little bit about that? Sure. Well, I'm going to do a little backstory on that because when you think about marketing and action, and I know some of the questions and things we talk about is just building authority. I love telling the story of how the book came together and how we came together. And really it was through my podcast. I had a guest, Deliber Wesley on, and I had um, sent a mutual friend of ours, Jeff Bowling, a text saying, you need to listen to Deliber's podcast. She was the COO of a company he had founded, the Delta Companies a while back. And he listened to it. And right away, he said, you need to meet my friend, Michelle Prince. And, you know, you need to have her on your podcast. You need to connect with her and learn about what she's doing. So having that kind of, you know, promoting the podcast, getting guests on, having him introduce us ended up leading to Together We Rise. But where it started um, was really having an event. We were supposed to be in Miami in 2020, March 2020, for a conference called Executive Forum. And I was hosting a dinner for a very good friend of ours and also co-author of the book Together We Rise uh, for Joyce Russell. And it was celebrating her book launch for Put a Cherry on Top. So Joyce and I had curated a list of guests and my company was hosting it in Miami and we had um, 15 people going to the dinner. And as you can imagine, I think the night before we were all leaving, the conference was canceled. So we decided to host a Zoom call, which is what everyone <laughs> did then, um, and have Joyce join us for the Zoom call to share her book and how it came about. So we still wanted to get together and celebrate her. And what was fascinating was um, a lot of things were really interesting, but a lot of the women had never met each other in person. The meeting or dinner was meant to bring everyone together to celebrate Joyce, but not everyone knew each other. And on that Zoom call, someone said, I believe it was uh, Teresa Carroll, why don't we launch a book club? And we did. So I said, that sounds great. And Lauren Jones and I jumped in and um, each month we had really well-known authors. I mean, if you think about it, it was the pandemic. So authors weren't getting all of the speaking opportunities they were used to. So they were willing to do more virtual events and speaking opportunities. Those turned into us doing business together as a group, the lady leaders that turned into us doing virtual cooking classes together, um, you know, virtual workouts together, and really a, a friendship forge that if you think about it, 
had we gone to that dinner and while we made sure we had, I'm sure of it, like an oval or round table so we could have great conversations. That said, you typically are talking to the person next to you or across from you, and that's about it. So in this case, by having it be virtual and ongoing each month, we were really able to build friendships and, and forge relationships that we would not have otherwise probably done. Now, that said, um, fast forward, Jeff introduces us. I notice you're an author. I have you come speak to our group. And you heard our story and you said, you all need to write a book. This is incredible. Women supporting women and rising each other up. And, you know, we, we had the pandemic. Um, we had uh, George Floyd's murder at the time it was happening. And we had a lot of um, un unrest happening within our companies and within the communities we lived in. And we really banded together where we had first time entrepreneurs or first time CEOs running, could be publicly traded companies or running private equity backed companies and these new roles and perspectives that we were just really trying to come together and help one another. And you just said, you, you need to write a book. And we did what, you know, 15 uh, women who are very driven do just like we did on that first meeting. We said, yes, we should write a book. I, I don't believe we hesitated at all. We definitely didn't know what went into it. Um, and we ended up writing stories about each of our own kind of lives and everyone picking different themes and you walking us through this wonderful workshop. Um, I just did a podcast with Kendra Cato, one of the co-authors, and we were reminiscing about the Chicago event where you brought it together and you were all like, what are we even going to write about? And then walking out, it was, how am I going to narrow this into one chapter? Yeah. <laughs> so um, really such a fascinating process, but that's how the book came together. and. We launched it, uh, then fast forward, the same exact event where we were supposed to have the dinner. We launched the book at the same conference, and it was the first time that everyone had met each other in person for the actual book launch. So it really does talk to what you can achieve and accomplish when you put your minds to it and the type of relationships you can build even virtually. It's amazing. And I mean, truly, I could go on and on about the book because it is it is truly the stories are so inspiring. And I'm not just saying that because we work together and it, I, and I knew it when I said that you should write a book. It's, it, it's really never about a book. All that is, is just an opportunity to kind of open up that bigger platform. And I just, especially I was, I think I was at one of those first events where you launched it and to see the women, especially in your industry, just so inspired and so just almost taken aback. Like I just, I remember stepping back and being like, this is pretty, this is pretty extraordinary what's happening. And, and yes, you all did a fantastic job and you were very, you know, ambitious and we all got it done together. And you, you know, you did it top notch, your marketing and all of that came together, but it's honestly, it's seen what's happened since I, I had an opportunity to do a couple things in, in that industry with some training. And I gave the book out to people who didn't know you all. And to hear back from people and saying like, this story really impacted me or this story, I can't get this out of my mind. That is what our stories are all about. And um, you and you truly are. Uh, you're an example that I have shown to so many other authors as far as what to do with it, because it is a, it isn't just about the book. It isn't just about writing it, but it's also how do you let people know about it? And, you know, from your video to all of you all linking arms and supporting one another on LinkedIn and at conferences. It's just, it's really inspiring. 
And I'm, I'm just so excited for all of you and, and you and Lauren being the ringleaders to bring it together, but everyone playing a huge, huge part in it. Huge part. Okay. So what is next in terms of, I know you also have some other things happening with the company within ClearEdge as far as helping to raise up women. Do you want to talk about that? Sure. Well, I do want to talk about, you know, being inspired through the book and the process, Michelle, and you're right, kind of coming out of the events, the impact on, you know, men and women, the the launch event, I had at least, I think, three men coming up to me and a couple in tears over wondering about their daughters and, you know, how they can ensure they're instilling confidence in them or working with women on their teams and so forth. So the impact has been you know, so incredible and uh, the just opportunities to speak to companies and so forth. But really, in addition to that, we did have the proceeds, the initial proceeds from the book go to fund the American Staffing Association's Women in Leadership Scholarship Fund, which basically pays for a rising star, aspiring leader to attend an event live in person called Thrive Live, which is a women in leadership conference and then Staffing World, which is um, I would say probably the industry's largest uh, staffing conference, um, but it afforded six people to be able to go to the conference. They had eight total scholarship winners. And now to watch how they're paying it forward and their fundraising to send more people and other people, Sarah Luxinger is doing some really interesting things as far as fundraising. The community have come together in such an inspiring way to really kind of look at that next generation. Um, so for me, you mentioned Clear Edge. You know, this has been a passion since way early in my career of rising up other people. In fact, it's our company, Why. We actually have um, a slide dedicated and content dedicated to the why behind our company, which has always been to create opportunities and rise other people up. It's our culture and who we are as a company. And then I just kind of carry that forward in what I do out in the in the community. And that could have been anything from, you know, members of our team trying to take care of their, let's say, ill parents, um, you know, going back several years ago and the full-time corporate job wouldn't give them the flexibility to do that. And then they'd come to me and say, I love your company. You're great to work with. Could I work with you and have this flexibility? <laughs> so we always set this up going 17 years back of when ClearEdge was founded. And I kept, as we were presenting at different conferences, talking about this, the statistics that you've heard me talk about a million times, the World Economic Forum talking about how many years it will take to reach equality. And my gosh, if you throw pay equity on top of that, that's 240, 50 some odd years. It became way worse during the pandemic. And Michelle, naively, when my son Grayson, who's now seven, was born, I kept thinking, I even brought him to a, a conference, a women's luncheon, and brought him up on stage and held him and talked about how he may not have been born into a world where, you know, I go through this whole thing, but he has a mom who's a CEO and co-CEO parents at home, and he will see equality. And then I started reading the statistics and I thought, oh my gosh, he isn't going to see it. His grandchildren won't see it. His great-great-grandchildren probably won't see it. We need to do we need to do more. We can do better to move that that needle. And I started looking at our own industry where you know I've grown up over the past 20 years to think, what can we do? We have more than 50% of our workforce are women in the staffing and recruiting industry. But when you get to the C-suite, it drops to a low 20%. 
And women of color, it's even worse. It's probably 4% was the last statistic I had read. And then you get to board level and investor level. It just continues to go down. It's not uncommon. You know, if you look at other industries that are male dominated in the C-suite, but what's interesting for us is that we actually have a lot of women in our industry. They're just not making it to the C-suite. So I kept thinking, how can we make a difference with companies and individuals kind of coming together to change and move that needle and just based on all of our networks and connections and knowing what other organizations clearly rated, I mentioned they launched a survey for best companies for women to work at. Um, you know all about what ASA is doing with their women in leadership and their scholarship and so many programs that they have. TechServe has programs, luncheons, monthly roundups and meetups. Um, the Staffing Association, uh, SIA, Staffing Industry Analyst, uh, Ursula Williams, who is one of the co-authors, is an executive there. Um, they they also do a lot in events that you were at when we launched the actual book. And we have this group called the Women's Business Collaborative, where for the first time in the history of our industry, all of the associations came together to launch this annual benchmarking survey. So we have data to back our gut feelings on what the statistics are. And we have every group doing something. And then throw on top of that companies and ERGs and different things happening kept thinking there's, we've got to be able to move this needle. How can we create opportunities? So we recently launched ClearEdge, a division called ClearEdge Rising, which effectively is intentional to rise women up in through the leadership ranks and really fill that gap between entry level and senior level, executive level, and quite frankly, provide the C-suite with options. They want to be on boards. Some of them are new to the C-suite. And they want to talk to other people who are in that same position. Very similar to if you think about the support we lent each other um, during the pandemic, C-suite executives, they, they want to be on boards. They want to invest in companies. They want that support and to know, you know what they're doing. Um, so it's really based on this leadership accelerator format and cohorts where we put people together um, who are in peer groups, and they're able to learn through, um, I can't remember if you met her, but Ashley Anderson, she was actually a speaker at Staffing World last year, um, and she is actually leading this division for us. So she's a multi-certified coach, social worker in the past, um, you know, degree in psychology, just a phenomenal person who has built programs like this in the past. So we're being very programmatic, creating content that will be extraordinarily beneficial to accelerate careers, putting people in cohorts, and then also offering them a community through an app and also events and so forth that they can attend and learn from while still partnering with all of the other organizations. We see this as additive to the process. So it kind of gets them to that next level. So companies may have leadership programs already. This I would say is additive to that. And then we'll also do one-on-one -on -one coaching as people want that as well. Um, so, so far, the feedback has been extraordinarily positive. People are really excited um, to see, you know, can we be a difference maker? You know, that, well, what legacy do you want to leave? I want our industry to be a better place for women in general and anyone where they feel accepted and welcome and can have opportunities to do that. And who knows, maybe we'll replicate that and do it in other industries and offer kind of cross-functional opportunities for people in different industries to get together. But for right now, we're focusing on home, the recruitment and HR tech and workforce industries where we've grown up and, and really see 
can we as a community come together and truly make a difference? And again, the companies are involved because they're learning what content we're providing and then the individual. And really that's where the intersection needs to needs to happen to move the needle. It's amazing because there's such a need here on both sides and the fact that you're doing it. Um, but it goes back to, too, like just who you are and, and you're you know, finding a niche or finding a need and serving people in that in that area. And I don't know when you sleep, Leslie. I, I truly don't. <laughs> so I need to sleep more. Uh, family, but uh, you are doing incredible things. And I really could talk to you all day about everything, but I know you have a busy schedule. And uh, but thank you. Is there one last thing? If there, there are women and, and men, too, for sure. But. There are people listening right now that are inspired and encouraged and like, well, yeah, but she could do it because of this. What would you just say to somebody that is out there thinking, well, I do want to make a difference. I do want to make an impact, but I have no idea where to start. What would you share? Right. I would say it's it's never too late, one, and two, just follow your passion and purpose. So I'm really fortunate that I get to do marketing. I love rising up talent. We have a recruiting division. And now with rising, rising up talent. So I'm able to take the things that I love to do and have a passion in, but also to do it with a, a purpose. Um, but, you know, I'm 50. This It's not like it happened in my 20s. So right. I would say just, you know, find grace in yourself to figure out what that your purpose is and your passion and, and what that looks like. And then just, you know, pull people together, ask for help. I'm, I'm never afraid to ask for help. So you've got to ask for help and accept said help um, to help you get there. Um, But if you're always driven from myself, at least by a a real purpose um, and passion, that really makes a big difference for me. For sure. Where can people learn more about you and everything you're doing? LinkedIn is probably the best place. That's where I'm super active. And again, it's Leslie Vickery, V-I-C-K-R-E-Y. If you go to Clear Edge Marketing, you can learn about all of our divisions and find ways to learn more information. And by the way, we're launching a website for the lady leaders, Michelle. Um, so that is just ladyleadersbookclub.com. Uh, so that's a great spot for people to order the book, the audio book, um, and book speaking opportunities and just learn about all of the authors and, and experience. So definitely wow. check that out too. Oh my gosh. So excited. So excited. And just thank you so much for being on the show. You truly are an inspiration to so many. And I can't wait to see what you're going to do next. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you, Michelle. (laughs) If it weren't for you kind of bringing us together and having the suggestion, the book would have never happened. So we owe a lot of people behind the scenes on the network who connected us. I'm so grateful for that connection. Thank you for everything. All right, everyone. Well, that's it for the show. I mean, if you're not inspired after listening to this, and you probably aren't listening because there's so much meat here to take, but I do want to just encourage you. Number one, don't ever give up. Continue to learn and grow and continue to rise. It will happen, maybe not overnight, but the better part to think of this is who can you help rise up? Who can you grab arms with and and find out what they need and be that source for them, serve them and be a legacy for someone else? We'll see you next time. Thank you. for listening to the Power of Authority Spotlight. If you are a successful founder, entrepreneur, business owner, or leader that's getting results and making a difference, and you'd like to be on this program, please visit performancepublishinggroup.com forward slash podcast to apply. That's performancepublishinggroup.com forward slash podcast. 
Also, if you got something out of this interview, please share this episode. Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag, the power of authority spotlight. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content, so make sure you don't miss any episodes by subscribing. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our websites, performancepublishinggroup.com or michelleprince.com. And follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.